You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocals of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians and we talk about their lives, their music, and craft beer. Here it is, week number five of the Heavy Montreal interviews. We are approaching the end. I only have one more week coming up after this one, and then we shall be moving on to a whole bunch of other crazy interviews. You know, about a month has passed since I was at Heavy Montreal, and I've had time to reminisce I've had time to to miss it, and uh, I'm already looking forward to next year. I hope I'm home. If I'm on tour, I will be getting a whole bunch of uh, interviews at other festivals in Europe, so I'm not overly worried, and I'm stoked to share all that with you in the future. Don't you forget that starting tonight in Chambly, Quebec, is the Festival Bière et Savoir, and Vox and Hops is going to be there. I already have a few interviews lined up with some local brewers. Super excited about that. Can't wait to share that with all of you and to share my experience at the festival, my favorite beers, my favorite breweries, just uh, how the festival was. If you like craft beer and you live close to Chablis, you should come up. You should get your tickets and come drink some great beer with me. If you see me, you recognize me, come say hi. Today on the podcast, I am with Scott Middleton from the Cancer Bats. Here it is, Vox and Hops, episode number 56. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today I'm with Scott Middleton from the Cancer Bats. How's it going, man? How you doing, man? Yeah, really good, really good. Just got here. You're sweating it out? Yeah, it's it's already hot, but... Heavy Montreal. Yeah. How many times you guys played this festival? This will be our third time. Fucking right. Yeah. That's so amazing. Every time you get booked, how do you feel about that? Oh, I feel really excited because I think it's... It's one of those, um, it's one of the festivals I would consider like kind of like setting the best example for festivals around the world. They really take care of not only the artists backstage, it's real nice for us, you know, whatever, who cares, but like I think the festival experience is on par with all the best festivals in Europe, which is really saying something because I think for a really long time before this festival, there was not that kind of experience for people who love heavy music especially and uh, I'm really proud that that we have something of this caliber here I agree me me being in a a touring band you understand I absolutely know that when you play like these European festivals you get so well taken care of what would be your favorite festival that you have played in in Europe uh, or just in in general yeah if you had to pick one probably Hellfest uh, I would say um yeah, I mean, it's just, it's curated so well musically that, like, I feel like you show up and you're a fan of heavy music, there's going to be a ton of bands you want to see regardless, you're going to have a good time, and it's kind of like uh, heavy metal Disney at this point. <laughs> I, the, the festival grounds are so uh, uniquely, uh, like built and it's it's like crafted there's like yeah, all yeah, these like it, weird metal structures everywhere castles and yeah i mean like we just played there like uh last month and uh we saw slayer and they have these like the, the festival sort of built like a like a heavy metal like castle fortress and on the walls um that sort of like surround the main stage like you would see the pyro go off during slayer like at the front of their stage but then it would continue in a line all down like I don't know, like 800 meters of like 
festival like uh, structures along structures. the side. Like yeah, the, side the pirate. Of the it stair. was just fire. The stage. Yeah, yeah, just like fire for so That's far back. So it was, fucking it was cool. incredible. It was like, oh man, like they're really dialing it in, and yeah, it was fun. You brought up Hellfest. Controversial question. Yeah, Man of War or Hellfest? Whose side do you take? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I, I was a little bummed because I've never seen Man of War. So were you supposed to play the same day? Yeah, we did. Ah, fuck. Um, but sorry, I, actually, I should say they played the day before. I got that wrong. But I would have liked to have seen them just because they're breaking up, and I've never watched Man of War. Um, I would, but I, I don't know. I haven't heard what the official ruling is but from what i heard they uh they were a bunch of divas for no reason <laughs> and uh canceled so i would i would definitely back hellfest over they, they've definitely taken care of me very well both times i've played it so i have to i'm leaning towards them and yeah, i don't i don't own I, a I, single I mean, man of war I, again, CD. again you know like I, I, I do own some man of war cds um vinyls actually i should say but um i think like uh the the weird thing uh with with Manowar is like I feel like there's like what, what do you call it what do you want to call it like it's sort of like this idea of like uh, privilege that is like sort of maybe in some of their heads I don't know any of these people obviously but like my only other experience was one time we were at this heavy metal award show in London England and um, we had like we'd just been there like hanging out some of our friends were playing I think I watched Biohazard it was cool and anyways I was like I was heading out early to like go hang out with some friends or something and get some dinner and as I'm leaving this like army of security guards starts running down the hallway and like freaking out and like basically pins me up against the wall and I'm like what the fuck's going on and they're freaking out and they're like and they're doing this to like anybody who's in the hallway to clear the way for their path to, to clear the way for Joey DeMaio unbelievable who was just there to like present an award unbelievable and, and then like no handshakes no oh no no like no eye it contact. was just like no one can look at him no one can talk to him stay out of his way and they like he, he had this like yeah this guard walking him to some like limo and it was just it was just the most hilarious thing because it was like in the backstage like loading dock of an arena so there's nobody there like it's literally some, I don't fucking believe it you know then, then you there's like literally yourself, a couple is, security guards and, and like a janitor and me and like they're freaking out like it's I don't know like, but is it ego like, or does he have like social anxiety where he just yeah, can't handle I, it I don't know it was just the most bizarre thing ever so then when I heard that, and, and I don't know if this is the official thing, but what I heard was that they canceled the festival because um, they weren't allowed to sound check while another band was playing on the stage directly beside them. Which is just which is literally standard practice. Yeah, and fucking it's, rude. it's just courtesy, right? Yeah. You know, the only other time I ever saw that happen uh, was in Australia, and and it was like it was pretty funny because there was a band who was like a bit more melodic and then this metal band started like sound checking their drums during this like semi-acoustic set and it was just like and the and the drummer from the acoustic band who is this tough burly dude walked over to the other drummer and he says after the set he goes if you uh if i ever catch you doing that again i'm gonna stick my fucking knife right through your snare because <laughs> they had to play epic. it was a traveling festival of so course. they had to do the same oh, stage shit. every day he's like don't ever fucking do that again it was, a, it was like whoa that was gnarly but anyway so this just sounded like the even sort of like like um 
you know, overprivileged baby version. And, and I was just like, man, Amor, I don't, I don't want to hear that from you. Like, I, I like you guys bragging about being the loudest band ever. That's all great. But like, no, you know, like really that's, you're going to like disappoint all these fans because you can't sound check. Like as if your sound guy doesn't have your sound dialed in. Seriously. Like, come on. You know, it's just like, that's just like, it's just weird and. It's like, it, it, to me, that just reeks of somebody, like, not wanting to do what they actually it's like should insa- love insa- doing. Insecurity. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it just feels weird. Yeah. I, I, that, so you, you, si- the, you side on health. Oh, fast. for sure I do. It's, it's a shame because I feel like, you know, we're all here as, like, we're very lucky to have music as careers. And it's like people are, like, you know. You have fans showing up, paying to see you. They it, it matters Especially to as them a head, as a headline. Yeah, you owe that to them to just go. Oh yeah, I'll suck it up and do it. Right? Yeah. Vox and Hops is a lot about beer. Awesome. Before you we started recording, I said, "Are you? Do you like beer?" And you said, "No, I don't drink." Yeah, I don't. Do you care to elaborate on that? Um. Yeah. I mean, for me, I I never liked um, the the taste of alcohol. It was always something that like. As I would try to drink to be cool when I was a teenager, you know, at parties and stuff, I I felt like I was forcing myself to do something that felt really wrong and um, not necessarily like morally. I just like didn't like it. I didn't like how I felt as I would get drunk or whatever. I don't really care what other people do. Of course. Um, and I'll say this, like, I actually really like cooking with beer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Give give me, give me your, your... Your beer of choice and your best recipe. Okay, yeah. So I like. Um, so my wife is from Slovakia. Fucking right. So um, so they have like they have a lot of really good beer there. You know, according to her, my father-in-law, he loves it and stuff. But uh, so uh, there's this uh, beer from there called uh, Zlaty Bajant. I yeah. feel like I've heard it. It before, means yes. golden pheasant yes. in uh, in English, and uh, and so yeah, so that or uh, Staro Promen, which is a Czech beer that that people like a lot, or uh, Sharish is another one. And anyway, so one of the traditional Slovak foods is goulash. Bucking so right. we'll make like a beef goulash, and um, I they didn't necessarily do this, but because I like cooking and. I know that, you know, there's the sweetness and the, the extra flavor that that beer can add to something, uh, especially when the alcohol is cooked down. Um, really, you know, it can help, like, add that extra level of depth and dimension when you're cooking something like a stew, a goulash. And, uh, yeah, I really like doing that. And, in fact, the other day I made a, a beef brisket at home, and I, uh, I put a bottle of, of uh, Slovak beer it's so cool. It, yeah. I'm glad that it's like a nice Slovakian beer. Yeah, yeah. And not not like a Bud Light or something. No, no, no. <laughs> I, yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. My, my my wife likes drinking beer, and she's she's very picky about what she has because you know. Um, I don't know if it's just because, you know, being from Eastern Europe, she's kind of spoiled because there's very strong beer tradition there. Yes, and it's pure and... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the water's higher quality. Even, pristine you know, ingredients. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so we usually have some stuff kicking around the house. Um, and I cook with it, so that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, then like she that. gets mad at me because she'll be like, "Oh, don't use my good beer." <laughs> like, oh, I gotta get on. it from, the, it from the liquor store. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can't just get it at the gas yeah, station. I know, I know. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. No problem, man. I, I really appreciate it. it. Uh, I'm stoked to watch your set. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Great. Cheers, brother. 
Hey, thank you all so much for listening right to the end. Uh, it's always a, a strange situation when you sit down with someone in my context, Vox and Hops, and you want to share a beer with them, and the person doesn't end up drinking. Um, Scott was super cool, nonetheless. Everybody walks their own path in this life. You have to respect that. He respected me, and I respected him, and I have a lot of love for the Cancer Bat. So shout out to Scott for sitting down and being good sport. With a, with a primarily beer-based podcaster. So thank you, Scott. I did find it very interesting that we said uh, we turned it into a what beers he ended up using to cook with. And that made me think, I think you guys should send me some of your recipes that you use to cook beers with, and I'll share it out there with all the rest of the Vox and Hops heads. So uh, send me your recipes where you use beer as one of the ingredients. You can send it to Matt at voxandhops.com. That's M-A-T-T at V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S dot com. And I'll share it with the rest of the Vox and Hops heads out there. Uh, I'm stoked to hear that. I hope that you guys have a great week. I hope you have a great weekend. And remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.